0: This is John Swayze, the voice of Gendo Ikari from Evangelion, and you're listening to the third Impact Anime Podcast.
1: Now get in the effing robot.
2: folks, this is Austin here, just dropping by real quick uh, to let you guys know that unfortunately I was not able to make it to the recording of this particular podcast episode where uh, uh, some of the folks in Third Impact chat about going to Anime Week in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had a quick thing that I had to take care of in that moment that uh, prevented me from, uh, from uh, attending the recording session, but... All is well, and I just wanted to pop on here real quick and uh, just uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I know we haven't really put out a podcast episode in kind of a little while, and that's uh, be- because of just us being very busy as of late, and of uh, you know uh, convention season wrapping wrapping up and all that sort of stuff, and uh, Anime Week in Atlanta preparation keeping us really busy. Uh, work on panels and whatnot because we had a really, really large lineup, um, spread out over all of us. We had a lot of panels to work on and not a whole lot of time to dedicate to recording the podcast and watching, watching shows and getting ready for that. Uh, cause it does take a lot of preparation to get these things out sometimes. Uh, but I did want to say thank you guys for your patience. We really appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode and, uh, and uh, Ryan and Marissa and Tobias and the crew will talk more about uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta from their perspective, but I did just want to say uh, just a big general thank you to uh, everyone that came out to at least my t- my panels in particular and all of the Third Impact panels in general. Thank you guys so, so much for coming out. We really do appreciate it. And um, just so wanted to give a shout out to all of the other wonderful panelists and other people that were there at the convention. Uh, got to meet so many fantastic, excellent, interesting people and spend some time with them at the con and got to see some really amazing panels from some uh, very talented people from all over the country. And it was a truly uh, amazing experience, very uplifting, very inspiring. Uh, and, and that's sort of what uh, what Anime Weekend Atlanta is all about uh, for us for in so many different ways. Um, so again, really appreciate it, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we will be back with another anime review uh, coming up here in just a couple of weeks, hopefully maybe under a week. Uh, we'll have another episode out for you guys, and then hopefully now since convention season is sort of uh, concluded for us for the year, we can spend the... Uh, the uh, fall and winter season, sort of uh, recouping and uh, doing some more uh, some more anime reviews for you guys. So uh, thank you for staying in. Thank uh, bleh, excuse me. Thank you for staying tuned in, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Hi everybody,
0: and welcome to the Third Impact Anime
2: Podcast.
0: I am your host for this week, Ryan. I'll be filling in for Austin. Uh, he's a little busy right now, trying to wrestle a kangaroo to the ground in an uh, attempt at display of dominance. And we all wish you the best in your endeavors, Austin. Yeah. So uh, this week we're gonna be talking about our recent excursion to Anime Weekend Atlanta, located in sunny Sarasota, Florida. And uh, today with me I have John. Hello. That that's that's a very, very exuberant welcome greeting, John. So, Considering
3: how sick I am, yes. <coughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, John's a little sick. Just a okay. Bit. I've also got Andrew with me.
4: What's up?
0: i got a question
4: from Florida.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Why is Austin trying to wrestle a kangaroo and where did he get a kangaroo that isn't in Australia? Well, it stole his lunch money.
4: It uh, it punched him (laughs) right in the booty and it stole his lunch money. So he had to go and wrestle it to get back its lunch money that it took away in its pouch. So
0: I get that. I get that. And I also have Tobias. Hey. How you doing? I'm here.
4: I'm
1: present. You are present. I am the present.
0: You are the present. You are the present to this podcast. You're welcome. And last but certainly not least, hello Marissa, how are you?
5: Hi. (laughs) I'm kind of tired. Yeah. i attacked by mosquitoes. I don't know how, don't ask me. Just just, just don't. My my doctor is baffled as well. I I don't know how I got eaten alive by mosquitoes in the middle of uh, Atlanta, but I did.
0: John, I told you to cage the mosquitoes after we left.
3: Oh, I thought you said uh, cage the machines, not the mosquitoes. My bad. And even that doesn't make sense because I should have been raging against the
0: machines. Man, my hearing just sucks nowadays. (laughs) Join the club. (laughs) Thank you all for joining me today. So as I mentioned, we all took a trip to Anime Week in Atlanta. And I actually was just given a note by our producer that it was not taking place in sunny Sarasota, Florida, unfortunately, because I don't know where the heck I was then. (laughs) It actually took place in Atlanta, Georgia, which in all honesty makes more sense. But Mm. yeah, so uh, this con had about 29,000 attendees, which for me personally is the biggest con I've ever been to which was even more terrifying because I was doing podcasts both, or not podcasts, sorry, panels, both old and new. So we all did panels, I think, Uh, at least most of us did. John, I know you volunteered. Do you want to talk about how that was? Sure. Um, Compared to last year,
3: uh, it was a lot slower. I got really spoiled last year and kind of lucked into working the grand panel room. And uh, working with their lighting guy, Enda, who is just a treasure. I love him. But uh, last year was pretty fun because I actually got to uh, manage a lot, run a lot of the panel rooms and deal with with the soundboard a lot. Talk to a lot of the people in the industry. Like uh, I was doing the Crunchyroll panel for uh, their new premieres coming out that year. I did the Funimation panel, which I think was like a peep show of some sort, which was fine, I suppose. Um, Did a really cool uh, dance party kind of thing later that night. And uh, I also had the pleasure of working with FAKU, which was uh, <laughs> definitely uh, definitely memorable. Be,
0: yeah, I, I'm like still wondering why they invited FAKU, of all things. Yeah, <laughs> you know... know. I I know they're big now, but I always remember them as the doujin site from my days on 4chan. Oh, they were just wanting to let everybody know that they were just expanding
3: beyond that and uh, showed some wonderful examples of some of the material they were showing. So, uh, yeah. Let's just say that that kind uh, of... Are these PG examples, or? Uh, no, uh, probably none that I can repeat here. But, I was gonna uh, say, John,
1: you should never mention expansion in the terms of pornography.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but compared oh, to some man. of the other stuff that I heard and saw, expansion is relatively tame. <laughs> yeah, but, pretty uh, much. This year, this year was a little slower. Uh, I didn't have quite as much to do. I wasn't assigned to any panel rooms to really work with, so uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, we had a lot of people volunteer this year for tech, especially like, mm-hmm. uh, they turned me away, uh, yes. Friday morning or was it Thursday morning, Thursday morning, Thursday morning. They turned me away and told me to come back at four. So oh, wow. that didn't happen last year. I just kind of walked in there like, Oh, thank God you're here. You're going to be doing <laughs> gaffing for the next four hours. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, okay. had some more, uh, serious issues. I know when the D they, the room that they had the DJs in wasn't exactly the best room to put them in. And uh, we ended up losing lo- a couple speakers and, like, an amp just blew them up. So uh, had some pretty substantial issues, but uh, it was fine. I uh, managed to work another 13-hour shift uh, this year, and that was uh, that was interesting. That was interesting. Like, I-, I got to work with Enda again, which was awesome. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, and apparently he actually works at the Queen City Con, so I may be oh, working really? with him next year. Yeah,
0: that'll be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's that's a kind of a big comparison going from Anime Week in Atlanta to Queen City. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, One so of those no. is significantly larger than the other.
3: <laughs> Listen, if I can work with him, that's fine. I'll go anywhere. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, so I I started working at four p no five p m on Saturday, and I got back to the hotel room at six fifteen on Sunday a m. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah then we had to wake up to like pack up and leave like on sunday i was hiding from the crew because like i don't want to work
0: anymore i just want to go home
3: yeah i was your
0: meat shield for
3: that <laughs> you all are my meat shield and yeah. i appreciate that very much thank you
0: surround john protect him from work
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah i worked about as much as i did last year uh well as far as hours went i didn't work uh quite as much didn't do nearly as much gaffing thank goodness but uh yeah, I true. wouldn't say it was worse. I would just say it was uh, very different compared to last year. Would you do it again? Uh, yeah, I'm planning to do it next year, and I may even expand to some more cons next awesome, year yeah. as well. So we'll see. I mean, it's You good.
1: know, John, it's never not working. Yeah,
0: when we eventually <laughs> have third Impact Con, you're going to be the main uh, tech lead, so get ready. I mean, only I would take off time from work to work. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> So I don't know about the rest of you, but this personally was my first, like, big road trip con. Like, it was my first out-of-state one. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a pretty big deal for me. Um, Marissa, Will, Edwin, and I all packed into, or actually, more accurately, Edwin and Will packed into my car with me. We drove down to Marissa's, picked her up, packed into her car, and drove down to Atlanta.
5: <laughs> my car so was is a, a TARDIS.
0: Yeah, her car is a TARDIS. She <laughs> could fit everything. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so we, we had a lot of fun on our way down. Uh, it was a, a six-hour drive, roughly, and it, was, it honestly flew by because we were all just having a lot of fun in the car together, and it was, it was cool. I, I love road trips, personally, so it was not, not a chore for me. But um, so when we got there, um, Thursday, the first thing we did was we set up a stall for the flea market, or I'm sorry, as they call it, the Super Happy Fun Sale. Yeah, which is the flea market. <laughs> and, um, we sold a ton of our old nerdy swag that we needed to get rid of and bought pretty much just as much to replace the stuff we sold. Uh,
5: you bought just as much, <laughs> yes,
0: I bought just as much. I went a little crazy, but I actually am like kind of happy about some of the things I got. One of the things I got that was kind of that was kind of cool is Edwin. On the way down, we were talking about Detective Pikachu, and he was like, "Yeah, I really want the amiibo, but they're like really expensive. I only see them for about thirty-five bucks." And so I was like, "Man, that's that sucks. Like, I really wish you could get that, so your sister could play the DLC, and you'd have this really cool Detective Pikachu amiibo that's like really big in person. Also, it's like double size any other amiibo." So. I was going around these stalls uh, taking a break from selling my stuff. And I see a uh, a detective Pikachu Amiibo just sitting there. And I was like, Oh shoot. Well, I may as well ask them how much. And they said 10 bucks. And I immediately was just like sold. (laughs) And I walked over to Edwin and handed it to him. And he was like, Oh my God, thank you. (laughs) So he gave me Mario party three for it.
1: Nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. A few other things he owed me for, but like, yeah. yeah. Um, also, I found a boxed copy of Fire Emblem for $5, which I was just floored about. Like, I found uh, figures of my son, which is Rowlet, in case you don't know. And I bought a Dreamcast for 20 bucks, so I wow. did pretty well. The funniest thing, though, is we were talking to this one guy in line before we actually went in, and he had a set of Dragon Balls, and I kind of wanted them, but at the same time, I knew I shouldn't spend the money on them. I wound up not spending the money on them, but like one of his friends was also doing what we were doing in that he was splitting the table. And also, you're it's supposed to be like $35 for a table, and it's for one person. We had four people crammed onto one table, so it was kind of chaotic, but it worked, and we all made money. So I go over to this guy's friend, and I see he has a case for New Super Mario Brothers for Wii, which I need a case for because my label is torn. And I'm just like, hey, how much for this game? And he's like, you know, man, I would sell that to you, but I don't have the game for it anymore. It's just a case. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I just need the case. How much? And everybody around us just starts dying laughing. And I, sold, I bought it from him for a dollar and everybody just started cheering because it was the guy's first sale and he was really happy. Nice. Um, so it, it, was a fun, it was a fun time. Um,
5: it, it was chaotic.
0: Yeah, it was chaos. Quite
5: frank, uh, comparing it to the flea market at Ichi and pff, Triad pff, Small, um, th- this was just utter chaos. Uh, we thought we would actually have some downtime to sit and kind of like relax a little bit because we had just driven up there like the day before. And you no, know, we were on our feet the entire time. Oh, yeah. Selling stuff to people, trying to get people to buy things. And it was a madhouse until, like, it closed at 9. But they, like, extended it a couple of minutes. I think it went even to, like, 9.30. Before it went
0: to 9.30. I think I think 9 was actually uh, a miscommunication because they didn't even say 15-minute warning until it was 9.15. Yeah.
5: But, yeah, it, it went really late. Um, they, they might have cut the line at 9. Like, no one else could come in after 9. And then you had 30 minutes to finish everything up. And then they kicked everyone out, but it it was, whew, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, I sold pretty much all of the Monster Hunter figures I came with. I sold a bunch of games sold just a bunch of stuff in general, which I was really glad to finally get rid of. And um, you sold quite a few things as well, didn't you?
5: I did. Uh, I unfortunately didn't. Well, the only big thing I'll say was, was I sold a wall scroll. Uh, but I didn't sell as much of the bigger things like books and stuff that I wanted to. I sold a ton of my little keychain merch, which still helped, but I wanted to get rid of that manga. I just did. But no, my manga came that. back home with me, and
0: yeah. Yeah, I came back home with most of my manga and a few of my games, um, but not that much, thankfully, but there will be other sales, and we can get rid of it. But um. Yeah, Tobias. I know you came kind of towards the tail end of that. Did you actually get much of a chance to really explore it?
1: Yeah, I, I looked around, but uh, I'm not really in a bunch of a like a buy-in mood for the most part. So I just kind of looked around. the uh, the The really cool thing about the Super Happy Bunzel, as compared to other you know taco flea markets like we we have up here, is since there's a, a bit of an older crowd, you see a lot more older vintage stuff present yeah and there's a definitely a lot of gems so like I, I came in too late to really get anything really good but i saw a lot of uh people on twitter like talk about their their own personal purchases and we had like you know neil native up at the front selling a bunch of old laser disc there was one guy selling an almost complete collection of uh uh Tezka's phoenix manga which I almost jumped in on but i wanted to save the cash uh yeah. one dude picked up a a replica a replica Cosmo Dragoon, um, captain harlock's pistol a water gun of the cosmo dragoon and that was really cool looking i, know, I wish i'd caught that <laughs> but uh, i see i saw a few people walk around with uh, like statues from like you know lum or siatsura and uh from, from, what I, from what i did see jumping late there was uh you know a couple a couple really good vhs collections uh some people had it, some old an Americas and new type so i mean you kind of had to dig a little bit but there were uh, a couple of hidden gems that i think stood out a little more than your standard you know, a taco flea market, which is more like DVDs that no one really wants and uh, manga that nobody
0: remembers. Yeah, definitely. Hmm.
4: Yeah, it was kind of sad that uh, I didn't get to go since I didn't get down until uh, sort of Friday afternoon slash evening. Because yeah, I you got in really thing, late. Kind of I did. I did. Then I drove down by myself, which was which was a, a fun time.
0: Yeah. It's um it's kind of like a bit of a double edged sword. Like I liked that it was earlier because I got to sell I got to get rid of all the stuff I came with immediately and made money to then blow in the dealer's room. Right. Uh so it was nice in that regard, but also I did enjoy at Triad and Ichi, like just kind of decompressing with mm-hmm. the flea market. But in all honesty, I made significantly more here than I've ever made at Ichi or Triad, so I'll take it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. easily, but yeah, hopefully you'll be able to go next year because it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. It it was a good memory. But um yeah, so getting into the next the rest of the weekend after that, uh, pretty much all of us did a couple panels. Um, myself, I did Japanese culture and video games and the anime that saved anime. Uh, Tobias, what did you do?
1: Um, I started off with art of paneling, and then I did a. Uh... She's a uh, tape tsunami teenagers and then trigger warning on Friday on Saturday. I just did older anime for new new fans. And on Sunday I had three uh, before devil man cry baby and uh, then the 2000s panel and then ended the entire convention with uh, beyond Miyazaki.
0: Yeah, that was with you and Austin. That was a really good one.
1: Yep. I, was, I think it was really like a, you know, end to everything.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Marissa and I actually debuted our first ensemble panel together called Batman in Japan, and we were very very happy about that. Do you want to speak about that a little bit? Well, I, I want to um, know what,
1: what, 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 what's that panel about.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, um, well, it's about Batman okay. in Japan. Wait, um, he went to Japan? Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, go ahead and give a brief description <laughs> of what it is.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh, so it was kind of just like, an entire panel on the media and um, that Japan kind of produced and uh, his representation in Japan as a whole. So, the two of us are big um, Batman and Batfam fans. So, it was just kind of another way of us kind of nerding out about one of our favorite superheroes in the context of Japan, especially when it came to. Mm-hmm. Because of the recent release the recent release of Batman Ninja uh, really spurned a lot of uh, like interest in um Batman in
0: Japan. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had always we had always known that Batmanga existed and we knew about Gotham Knight and how it was like, you know, the Batman anime film because it was done by anime studios. And we actually did a previous podcast episode about that. So if you want our in-depth okay. thoughts about that and Batman Ninja, go check it out. Um, we'll put a link in the description or something. And um yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We we got one of the tiny rooms, unfortunately, for it, probably because it was That's a new cool. panel. But we filled it past capacity, which I count as a complete win. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was very happy with the turnout. Everybody seemed to enjoy it a ton, and like we, we had a ton of fun doing it. But um besides Batman in Japan, what other panels did you do? Oh,
5: yeah. Um, I did uh, my Token Rambu Behind the Blade panel again. Um, I don't know how many times I've done it so far, but this is the first time I've done it, obviously, at Ewa. Um, and I also did my Super Shimada Bros. Uh, for those of you who came out to my Super Shimada Bros panel, I horridly apologize once more. I got, like I mentioned before at the beginning of the podcast, I got attacked horribly by mosquitoes all over my arms. I was having an allergic reaction to it. I had to go to the doctor when I got home, and he had to give me, like, topical steroid. Um, it's, it was not good. Uh, I couldn't move without really feeling pain all over my arms. So I was, like, done on Benadryl at that time because I, I just needed to. And it was 10.30 at night. Yeah, so, that,
0: and you but, also got screwed on the scheduling because they accidentally overlapped her with a horror panel yeah. in the exact same room.
5: I was supposed to be at 7.45, and then I noticed I wasn't on the schedule, but I was on an online schedule, and then we had to go talk to ConOps, and they're like, well, snap, they're already in there. Uh, Let's do 10.30 at the same day, and I was like, okay. I've never done a panel after 9 o'clock at night. Let's see how this goes. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... Yeah. That was...
0: even, even though, like, I looked at all of the reviews on our panels on the guidebook app, and we all had at least four stars on every single one of our panels. So go us, like, round of applause. We did a really good job. Yay! Um, okay.
5: yeah, was, I was
0: very happy with how we did. And um, everybody just knocked it out of the park. Uh, I saw a couple of ours. I saw a couple that weren't ours, actually. Um, were there any panels that any of you went to that weren't a third impact panel that you particularly liked? anime hell yeah yeah i love What? It. how how was that this year i didn't actually get a chance to go that was incredible you talk I mean, more about that tobias you've been more than i have well i mean i i go every year so that's that's
1: my shtick and i don't really kind as the panel it's just an experience but this is your <laughs> first time right yeah so yeah like how did what, what what from a from a newcomer's perspective
4: what did you think of totally lame and anime hell uh totally lame was extremely fun uh and anime Hill was also extremely fun. Catman, oh sorry, Charge Man Ken is my waifu now. Uh, no, Zazen, Zizen, wait, what's his J- J- Jotaro. name? Jotaro. Zizen Jotaro. Yeah, he's Also my waifu now. Yeah, and uh, you know he's got a bomb in his head. I'm sorry, doctor. <laughs> then props him out of the bottom of the ship. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of those panels because I love that sort of weird old. Just
0: outright ridiculous humor. Out,
4: Yeah, outright ridiculous humor and just like bad. It's, yeah. it's really cool because there's
1: stuff that you don't really... I, I know that Animazement does it, but it's it's really a different thing altogether. Like every, I don't right,
0: like Animazement's anime hell at all. I,
1: I have a... Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's it's not great, but it is always a different experience than the one that Dave runs at uh, that AWA here. It's yeah. really more of an older like retrospective kind of thing. Yeah, this year he brought back his comparison where he compared every year from like uh, western cartoons to like anime like the whole shitty talking dark show or that shark was, show yeah. compared yeah. to like we were getting like that they, they, they were getting like you know Mazinger and macross and that kind of stuff really awesome stuff yeah i uh, thing i really like about totally lame is all of that stuff that neil uh archives the stuff that he's translated over time Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's things that no one's really heard of. I think he was one of the first people to really bring into Garzi's wing into the Meme culture. Oh my God! I think that kind of happened all with a couple of people just you know commented on it at the same time. But I think he's one of the ones that kind of brought it into uh, you know the hive mind. Uh, that whole what was it like the whole, the whole brave frog thing with a uh, Miss Turtle died for a ping pong ball. Oh
4: yeah. Oh that, man. Um, <laughs> God, what was that show called? And like the the frog mob boss yeah uh, God. He, 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 they're,
6: they're, they're, they're,
1: they're, they're, he brings a lot of the same content back every year but he tries to bring up some new stuff and it's it's stuff that you really don't get to see anywhere else i, thought, I really enjoy uh you know his presentation of them
6: yeah
0: i probably enjoy his more than uh az's but um i didn't get a chance to go because i think we were busy with something else and i don't remember what we were doing but um yeah, yeah.
1: So to, to kind of comment on that, because I noticed you mentioned earlier about the small panel rooms. Uh, so in years prior, those small panel rooms weren't for panels. They were for other various administrative purposes. Uh, so they only had the 102 through 105 or six. And like year after year, those panel rooms fill up. Uh, they cannot you know, not put enough stuff on the schedule to not fill those panel rooms. So the fact that they even had those panel rooms open to do those ones that we did, like Batman, you know, like 2000s, like Art of Paneling, and yet to still have those still, you know, past capacity time and time again. The only panel room that didn't go over capacity was Art of Paneling because it was 9 a.m. on Friday, (laughs) <laughs> and it was already a niche of a niche. Like I expected zero <laughs> people to show up, oh, but wow. I had about like fifteen, twenty. So that was even yeah, even then, that was a win for me. But like, mm-hmm. and you guys, I'm sure experienced the same thing. Like your panel like filled up, like yeah. time and time again, uh, no matter what time I was on the schedule. And that's just yeah, that's that's a thing that they can't really. There's no physical way for them to really get around that. Uh, the only other way would be to start putting panels late at night which they did this year
0: (laughs) yeah they did they did a lot of things late at night like 3 a.m
1: 4 a.m panels
4: yeah
0: the funniest thing that happened to me is i was getting ready to go into uh anime that saved anime to you know do the panel and so i i saw that i had a line i was like oh cool i have a line and so i like just walked to the front and tried to walk in because you know the panelist and so this um this volunteer who god bless him he was doing his job but like he embarrassed himself so hard because he just like he tried to like you know power trip just so nobody else would try to cut the line he's like whoa man you can't cut the line the line starts back there this room is full and i was like yeah this is my panel and he just kind of like sheepishly moved aside and let me in i was just like you're doing your job it's fine but I thought it was funny. <laughs> but
1: So yeah, uh, as part of that, I do want to give a shout out to some of our fan, fellow panelists that I, I see year after year. Uh, I want to give a shout out to NOS anime that always was really great at panels. Uh, I, I unfortunately couldn't actually really attend any because they all filled up as well, and they wouldn't let me, uh, you know, hang on the back. Uh, same thing with all of your guys, like uh, I tried to go with them, but they wouldn't let me just hang out. Yeah, uh, give a shout-out to uh, Richard Mongrel. Uh, see him year after year and always does really good stuff. Uh, Robert with Bocasachi. uh Again, really, really, really cool to see you guys again. Uh, hope to see you guys next year as well. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, you know, uh, Adam and was great. Thayer Brown, is always, runs really quality content. As well mm-hmm. as uh, Daryl Surratt, which we got to hang out at with this weekend. Mm-hmm. Thanks to some hotel shenanigans.
6: Oh,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. Um one panel I actually went to, Marissa went with me as well, and so did Will and Edwin. Um we went to video game hell on Friday or Saturday night, was it? Friday It was right? the same Friday. Time slot. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Friday? Friday. Okay. Animal. Yeah, it was. That's right. That's why we didn't go. Um but you we had get so in. yeah, that too. We had so much fun with video game hell. It was like trivia mixed with just Cringe content of video of video games, it, and John, you would have appreciated it. it showed uh, the worst of the worst of Mass Effect Andromeda. It was <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Dang it man. was so great. We were dying. It's and... like
5: a 25 minute video, and they showed it at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh my god, we only got through like about a fourth or so of it." And I'm like, "How much worse can this be?"
0: Yeah. And <laughs> Will and I dominated trivia. um Which was fun. <laughs> But it was it was just a really fun panel. It actually inspired me to do one of my own at Ichi and Triad, which I just recently applied for. So hopefully I get that because I would really like to do something like that. It was so much fun. Awesome. But uh, Andrew, what else what kind of stuff did you do even though you came like later? Well, uh, I didn't do any panels, uh, because
4: I honestly didn't know I was coming to AWA until last Tuesday. So oh. uh, that was cool. So uh you know, it was just sort of a last second trip for me and uh, my mentality living in Boone was like, well, I mean, I guess I could stay here all weekend or I could drive to <laughs> Atlanta by myself and hang out with my dumb friends. So I decided to drive to Atlanta and hang out with my dumb friends. Well, and, oh, man. Game. Yeah. And I had, I had such a great time. Yeah. I, I really, really did. Like, I was just happy to be there from, like, the moment I, I stepped foot in there, and it was a, uh, God, that place is, it seems like it is a bastion of old Taku, which is <laughs> yep, yeah, really, yeah. really, really, really cool. It's very different from what we get up here. Because yep. we often get, um the industry guests we get are often uh, not necessarily, like, the stalwarts of the fandom and uh there was a lot of that at awa and it was super cool to see to to see all that i had a super super awesome time
0: yeah the guests for sure we can get to them in a minute um but the one thing you mentioned that i want to touch on is you said it's just like we see a very different demographic than we see down here Mm. like well up here rather uh i had constantly been saying to all of you and i'm sure you've heard me say this like a bunch of times that i want to retire at least temporarily my anime that saved anime panel because i've done it so much and like every time i do it like something happens in it that just kind of sours me to doing it again because somebody has a big mouth and has to say something that just kind of puts me off and like this time i didn't have any of that this was the most like respectful audience i ever have done panels for Nobody had, like, any obnoxious outbursts. Like, everybody was respectful. Anything they had to say was constructive or they actually wanted to know my opinion on something. And, like, I just enjoyed doing it so much more. So I decided, like, I'm not doing, like, controversial panels in North Carolina anymore just because the audience doesn't know how to behave themselves. But, like, AWA, I'll do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I
6: yeah.
0: think
4: that's a, a great observation. I think it's just a... It, it's sort of like a... uh I don't know. I don't know if it's just because AWA is is so much older than a lot I of I think it's partly cool. that. But, like, yeah, and uh, it still has, like, that that lingering sort of... How do I put this? History? That lingering, yeah, that lingering history of, like, the, uh, the culture prior when it wasn't so mainstream and popular. That makes me sound like a hipster. <laughs> but, like, uh... I, I mean, I honestly think that that may be a reason why it is just so like focused on. Yeah, it, on... it, it could oh. just be like the original thing.
1: Because I mean, like I, mean yeah. I feel like when I when I first started, started coming to Animazement back before I lived here, I, I didn't really like Animazement at first. I kind of thought it was just kind of a goofy cosplay hangout con. It was only after a couple of years of really enjoying it and doing panels that I really opened up to it. And I think there is definitely a different culture.
5: Yeah, because um, I don't know who it was that made mention of this, but um, AWA definitely is a lot more of a convention for like adults or older fans, uh, because with AZ, AZ definitely, it's during Memorial Day, Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. kids are off from school during that weekend, so they're able to travel. Um, and AWA is like, smack dab in the middle of the school year, and mm-hmm. No one's gonna want to let their kids. Well, there's still kids that go, but they usually are only on the weekends and they're gone by like a certain time. Um, It's not like a kids' con. Like uh, Ichiban's kind of become like this kids' con a lot of the times because I think just its location in Charlotte, but I'm not really certain. Uh, So that might be why it just had a different vibe because there was more adults.
0: Yeah. I just I just gotta say like. Children. I just got to say, like, I really hope that North Carolina, like fans in general, just like, you got to be more respectful in panels, like not even in our own. Like, I've just noticed over the years, like I just get so fed up with people who think that they can like dominate a panel. Like, I didn't yes. see that at all this that at AWA. And it just I loved it so much more for it. But I think I interrupted Andrew. Oh,
4: no, it's fine. I was just going to make a joke about how much we hate children.
0: That's, that's true, yeah. You're
4: I mean, I would, make that, I would make that joke, but I'm hanging out with all you nerds, so. Oh,
5: wow. thanks.
4: That's <laughs> about my age. I know I'm the young, nubile infant of this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, My you know, eyes are, are not yet revealed to the world at a mere 20 years old.
0: You're still getting your vision.
4: I am still getting my vision. My vision is, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's just a different like regional
1: culture. I feel like a lot of the cons here, by the the panels they select, a lot of times I feel like they do gear themselves to being for a more uh, immature audience. So there's definitely a, a sub, There, there can definitely be a more immature atmosphere
0: here in North Carolina than there would be at AWA. They just kind of you know shovel that away. Does anybody else have any thoughts on panels though? Because if not, I think we should move into like guests. So, yeah, the guests were all pretty, pretty noteworthy this year. Uh, I met Team Four Star, which was just a dream for me. And they gave me a shirt and signed a Goku Pop. And that was awesome. Um, I also saw Chris Niosi, who is the voice of Therian. He uh, signed my collector's edition of Octopath Traveler on the uh, on the foldout page for Therian. And he he lost his mind because he didn't know this was a thing. So he just got so excited and started flipping through it like a child. And it was so fun to watch. <laughs> and, uh, I also had a couple interactions with, uh, John Swayze, who is basically anime dad. He's voiced every anime dad that you could possibly think of. He's Lord death. He's Gendo. He's Hohenheim. He's a couple of others that I can't think of at the moment. Yeah. Those were the highlights for me. What were some of the guests that, uh, you guys, uh, liked to see.
4: I didn't really pay attention to any of the guests. Uh, I mean, the only people that I was interested in seeing were, uh, y- y- you know, Dave and, and Daryl because, uh, I mean, I listen to AWO often, off and on, and they're sort of like the, you know, old Taku Jesus, I guess. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they're they're not really guests, but they really kind of
0: are. Yeah, mm-hmm. their
4: personalities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
5: I
1: didn't I didn't care about any guests. They didn't. I mean, they had some Japanese people, but. Nothing that I personally really cared about. They had a lot of bands, which was really cool. I don't spend a lot of time going to concerts at commissions. and I, I'm just gonna be honest: American voice actors don't do it for me. Gotcha.
5: Yeah, usually uh, I don't freak out over too many voice actors and actresses, especially with like a Japanese dubbing, because <laughs> I'm I'm not a purist. I swear, I, I watch the subs usually because the, the series usually comes out and subbed first. And then it gets a dub. So by then, I've already gotten invented into the subbed version. Mm-hmm. But I was so happy. One of the first people I announced for AWA was uh, the voice actress for Brigitte from Overwatch. And I freaked out. This is her second oh. con appearance. I got her to sign um, an Overwatch board poster thing that my friend got me for my birthday. I'm hoping to get a handful more when we go to Momo. Uh, this. Uh, spring so it'll be more on the board but I was like you're the first one to sign it and she was really happy about that she was super sweet and really adorable but um yeah that was really the only voice actor that I actually got to sign anything I was more happy and freaking out over the fact that one of my favorite webcomic artists was in the artist alley lucid is wonderful if you like anything BL related she has one of the best webcomics ever. Out there, um, check her out, she's great. I went and I thankfully didn't fall into a puddle of mush when I met her. I managed to compose myself and I was like, Thank you so much. Hi, I'm a Patreon, I've been following you since like chapter two. We're on chapter five now, following this girl forever. So I was like, I am meeting her and I've wanted to meet her forever. And I wasn't certain if I was ever going to go to a con that she would go to, and she was there. Nice. And she's great. And well, that's good. So that that was that was my main f- fangirl moment, was meeting her convention. Like that's good. And then I scuttled off, and yeah.
0: <laughs> so nobody else really cared for the guests besides the two of us, then? Doesn't I was like a little good. busy working. Yeah, I know you were working. Um, well, yeah, some of the guests were a little expensive also. Like, I know we all had planned to get a few things signed by higher profile voice actors, but they were all charging like 30 bucks per signature, and we were not about that. So the only thing I paid to get signed was my copy of Final Fantasy fifteen by, uh, by the guy who plays Noctis, because it's Noctis.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, besides that...
5: Back, all right.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yep. And it was a steal book, and he signed it in gold pen and it looks absolutely beautiful. So this is awesome. Yeah. But besides that, they, they were still really cool guests. Like I talked to a couple of them when I was getting just smaller things signed and they were all just really nice people. And I that's like that's one of the things I like is always meeting the uh the talent and just talking to them about how like certain things they've done or like just at what it's like to be a voice actor. Cause that always interested me. I just never actually got into being one personally. So it's cool to kind of live vicariously through meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if that's it about guests, we can go ahead and move into the uh, dealer's room. Then okay. Um, I can speak for myself in saying that I thought that this dealer dealer's room slash artist alley was easily the highest quality I've ever been to. Like, and they, there was nothing that was just like, why is this artist here? They have three prints. Or like, this guy is blatantly selling everything is bootleg. And I didn't see any of that here. And I was like, really happy about that. Like, anybody else yeah, have thoughts on I can, that? Uh,
4: yeah, I can concur with that. Uh, I, didn't, I, I don't r- recall seeing uh, anything. I don't recall seeing anything bootleg. I don't recall seeing anything too special either. I mean, like, Otaku Joe's always has, like, something good, but nothing, like... Nothing was, like, uh, next level or something I hadn't seen before. Um, and I didn't buy that much, and which is surprising for me, because I often buy way too much, at like But I But I only bought, like, one figure. I bought a couple straps. I bought a couple laid-back camp stuff. But, um... You know, I just enjoy, you know, walking through it because, like, oftentimes, like, the dealer pla- dealer's room is a place for me to kill time. Oh, yeah, And I'm, sure. like, waiting, waiting for something or, like, everybody else is doing something and I'm just kicking it, walking around. Um, so, like, I'll just go go to the dealer's room and, you know, walk around and look at figures that I shouldn't buy and that I can't buy.
0: <laughs> um, it's nice to just look.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's great to just look because that's why you're at a convention. You're, you're there to look, but um, no. There there was one guy who had some cool laser discs. Well, that well, Otaku Joe had some cool laser discs. He had a he had a. Uh, I think Edwin bought uh two volumes of Bubblegum Crisis on laser disc. Uh, he he had one copy. I think it was like volume two of of Nadia, which I thought about buying for a minute and then I didn't. But uh, other than that, there was a. There's some Lupin stuff, uh, a lot of Ursa Yatra stuff, um, in terms of old stuff. In terms of new stuff, there was Infinite, Love, Live, and Idolmaster. I saw one... Sorry, I bought the only Bandori figure that I saw, and there was one Gachapon that had Bandori keychains in it. And that was the only thing from Bandori that I saw. Um, Couple a late, couple late back camp stuff, but, uh, you know, just a general, like, sort of good mix of a bunch of stuff. So it was, you know, it was, it was a big dealer's room, had, like, artists in one half and then dealers in the other. And then in the back left, they had all the, the waifu cars, which was nice.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it also had all the uh, autograph booths tucked in the back of the dealer's room, which was kind of nice. And yeah. they had that old timey soda place stuck up in the front, which always caused a backup because everybody was trying to get refills. Oh, <laughs> oh!
4: And they had the they had the banana pit that Mike Tool jumped <laughs> <Yes>! in.
0: <into>. Oh <laughs> my god! I really wanted to. I really regret not bringing my banana suit because I could have gotten Aww. the greatest picture of banana in the banana pit. We
4: need to all cosplay. Banania at a con.
0: One time. <laughs> We've been talking about that for so long and just have never actually done it. <laughs> we'll have to commit. We have to commit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, John, I know you were working, but did you actually get any chance to take a break and go spend money frivolously? I did, actually.
3: I uh, was with Andrew at the gachapons. Uh, okay. I had gotten... Uh, I, did, I went twice. I was trying to get in, uh, one of the Eevee gachapons. Uh, ended up getting jol- Jolty on the first time, Eevee the second time. Uh, I also got a uh, No Face from uh, Spirited Away, uh, the fan, which All right. is kind of cool. Okay. And I yeah. got a little uh, teacup that had uh, Eevee on it as well. Yep. And I feel, feel like I got one
0: other thing... Wait, what Do you mean it was like one of the figures that's like Eevee in the teacup or a teacup with Eevee on it?
3: Yeah, it's a teacup that has Eevee on it. And it's more like a, a cup you'd use to drink like green tea with, that kind okay. of thing.
0: Okay, that's cool.
5: Yeah,
3: yeah. So I only got those four things, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, I found yeah. some pretty good stuff there. Tobias, what about you?
1: Well, uh, I didn't buy too much. Uh, I picked up the Space Patrol Lulico Blu-ray. Okay that you, know, you need to get that on you need to get that. Uh I half-heartedly looked for Fujiko Mine on Blu-ray because it's now out of print. But I couldn't find Is it. it. Really? Uh, yep, yeah, it just went out it just went out of print like a week ago. Uh, oh shoot. Yeah, they now say one of the license has expired specifically so I wanna <laughs> I want to get it before it becomes, you know, ungettable. I can't uh, yeah. remember if I it's I probably I a
0: job for the internet.
1: Yeah. Um uh, I didn't I didn't look too hard for it. I kinda kinda half hearted look. But uh, specifically, uh, the swag that I got, for the most part, was actually a, a big gift from Austin, which I want to give him a shout-out. Even though my um, uh, my good son couldn't make it to the podcast tonight, uh, he did give me a substitute son. Uh, I actually <laughs> have my own, my own pork now, so I don't have Yay. to go uh, He also got me, when he was in Japan, uh, he went to uh, like an one of the anime museums they have there in Tokyo. And they had a Golden Kamuy exhibit, so he got me some cool Golden Kamuy merch. Uh, I got a—he gave me—I like, guess it would just be like a genga. Uh, it's not really a cell; it's just like a genga uh, picture of one of the—you uh, know—one of the frames from Golden Kamuy. Uh, also got a little hand towel with good boy Shiraishi on it, uh, the oh. best character.
6: <laughs> and, uh, he he got,
1: got me a volume one of Kill a Kill at his local store, so uh, I didn't buy a whole bunch, but I got a bunch of stuff for free.
0: That's good. <laughs> But Free the, is always yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: that's the best. Uh, one thing I do want to mention in the dealer's room, though, uh, as you talked about, you know, you have the cars, the, the Itacha cars uh, in the back corner. The the autographs were well in the back, but also sort of made you walk through the convention center to get to it. Yeah. Uh, walk through the dealer's room to kind of encourage people to buy stuff. Yeah, I didn't spend any time in the artist alley this year. But one thing that I, they did this year that was really interesting was, uh, and this was true for much of the convention center, they always had stages everywhere with music happening.
0: Yeah, that was so,
1: so cool. So they had like the the one Anna guy like in the corner of the duos room. They had one in the food court. I'm pretty sure there was one in the cosplay atrium as well. So it was it was wild to see like you know four or five stages spread out throughout just full of
4: musical acts. Yeah, that that one in the food court you're talking about, they were up and going at like yeah sunday yeah on
1: sunday <laughs> like rocking wow. out rocking out to like the Durura, Rara
6: opening.
4: <laughs> Yeah, oh, dorara we the songs from like six years ago and like Tobias and i are just sitting there trying to have our subway <laughs> yeah oh man
0: yeah the the djs were really cool it gave a good atmosphere to the con like i actually it felt fun it felt really fun yeah mm-hmm. The only thing I had to complain about was if you went down to the food court you had to walk like half a mile to get back into the con. <laughs> yeah, Because the escalator was down all weekend. That sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, unfortunate.
5: They, they had that lower level little mall area open essentially to the general public because there's still stores in there, so
0: I think they probably would have had somebody checking badges on the up escalator if you like were gonna go back to the con, but it wasn't the biggest deal, it was just kind of a minor inconvenience, but Circling back to the uh, dealer's room real quick, Marissa, I know you got quite a few things. Uh
5: Uh Okay, so... I was... So I'm just going to make mention of the Artist Alley again. Artist Alley is usually where I spend most of my money because I love just a lot of fan merch, especially with prints. It's really nice. Uh, If I usually spend anything, it's there because a lot of official merch can be like way too expensive, and you're like, do I really need that Blu-ray? Nah. but there was one artist besides obviously lucid who is wonderful uh there was an artist who i walked like when i walked past them, i was like oh my gosh i recognize your art like they, they did a bunch of art of like the robins from um dc uh and i was like oh my gosh i've i've seen this on the internet and especially in the the small world that is uh the fat boys and just in general like art's not very hard easy to come by so i'm like i recognize these artists and i bought a ton of tim merch from them because tim is best robin needs love um and i talked to them for a little while because they were great um and then we the, curse curse that import dealer there's a dealer
6: oh that yeah
5: a bunch of idle import Stuff, and I'm with you, Andrew. It's hard to find any merch of like this one oh, series, which yeah. is *Idolish 7*. They're still probably more popular than Bandori.
4: That guy. Oh. oh so yeah.
5: Much Love Live. I was like, if only I was in the Love Live fandom. Was... Nah, I'm in *Idolish 7* hell and crying because there's next to nothing. Um, but I got a handful of merch of my good Bori Iori. So I could make a bag, and then I was like, "Oh look, they have the, the first album for a really decent price, and it comes with a little hand towel. This hand towel is—it's—it's it's a big towel. Like this sucker's this huge. Um, and the it came with a pin light and um, a photo book as well. So it was a really nice uh, little set for the first year anniversary album that they released. So, because it's really hard to find individual albums of Idolish 7. But
0: that was, yeah, that both, was us, both of us of went a little crazy in the dealer's room this year. Um, I'm normally with you. I normally only spend money in the artist's alley, but I recently hit a point where my wall literally cannot hold any more art. There's just no room. So, You're I'm taking a break. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I bought a Fire Emblem print because I never find Fire Emblem, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get this one, and it's really good, and I like it, and it's like ten bucks, so I got a Fire Emblem print, and the the import dealer that Marissa mentioned, he kind of broke me.
5: Oh no, he broke you more than he broke me. Oh yeah, I found worse.
0: Oh, I could have gone worse too. I just held back. Um, I found the Persona Five OST like physically. And I really wanted to get that. I wound up not getting that because instead I found Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix Platinum Edition, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. So I bought all those. As I am walking to check out, I see this red little thing catch my eye. And lo and behold, it is a boxed copy of Mother 3.
4: Yeah, yeah. saw
0: that. I was so excited. I bought that thing instantly, and I put back the Persona soundtrack in order to like balance out the fact I was buying a boxed copy of Mother Three. And yeah, so that guy got a decent chunk of money from me. I also got like a couple volumes of manga and just little things here and there that not not really worth mentioning. But um,
5: you gonna mention your so, son.
0: Oh, of course I'm gonna mention my son. I'm getting there. <laughs> The funniest thing about the Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Mix Platinum Edition is it's a collector's edition that was only released in Japan. So, you know how Austin just went to Japan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that boy and I are not talking right now because he, <laughs> I show him what I get and I'm so proud of it because I got it for a good price too, you know, relatively speaking. And he's just like, Wow two things. One, good find. I'm so happy you found this. Two, you're going to hate me cuz I found this exact same thing in Japan and guess how much I paid for it. He paid $8. <laughs> I did not pay oh, $8. Man. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so, I was very I was very upset with Austin except, you know, he found it in Japan, so I can't yeah. really hold that against him. But The probably my favorite thing that I found is so story time real quick Marissa and I went into the artist alley and I was like I'm only looking for like two things one anything involving my son again Rowlet and two anything with Fire Emblem I found Fire Emblem and I was like now I just need to find something with Rowlet and we walked past this one guy who had some uh, boob mouse pads and I was like you know I actually kind of want a new mouse pad however the boobs are tacky so I don't want like a boob mouse pad, but I want a mouse pad with art because I like these. They're really cool, but I just don't like those because they're tacky and I don't want anime titty on my desk. Um, so we're just kind of, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll find something, but I doubt it. About three or four booths down, Marissa just grabs me and is just like, look. And I look down and there is a mouse pad of decidui with two rowlets at the bottom that serve as the boobs. <laughs> so I found a rowlet boob mouse pad because that that's how I Pokemon absolutely... morphology works, right? Well, it's like <laughs> kind of like they're in a nest and yeah. like the decidui is just kind of overlooking them, but they're like the two. That's how they reproduce. Raised, I know the two little raised lumps are two rowlets. And so I I told the artist the story and I was just like, I'm buying this from you and here's why. And she's just like, yeah, this doesn't have boobs. It has hooters. And I just handed her the money and walked away. (laughs) I don't need change.
1: Just take it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny, though. Like, I'm so happy with this thing. It looks beautiful. It works great. And my wrist does not want to kill me anymore. So Yeah, that was my experience with the dealer's room. I spent a lot of money, but in my defense, I also made a lot of money at the Super Happy Fun Sale, so I think it balances out.
4: (laughs) That's good.
6: Yep.
0: So, yeah. uh, Overall, what did you guys think of the con? starting with John. What did you think? I know you volunteered a lot, so you probably have very different thoughts than the rest of us
3: uh i mean it was still fun like i we had a lot of issues as far as tech went but it was still very fun and enjoyable still got to see a lot of the panels that you guys are running uh i know i dipped into uh oh what was it it was uh daryl's uh he had a lot of clips together andrew what was that panel where they were just it had the long long man commercials
4: oh, wow. oh man. do you remember? Uh, panel doom yeah
3: yeah, but I got to see a little bit of the panel of doom. That was funny. I thoroughly enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, good people. I had a lot of fun. I'm going to do it again next year.
0: You got to pick one favorite moment from this weekend. What was it?
3: Favorite moment of the weekend? Oh, my God. What was, the, uh, what was your favorite thing that you did? Favorite thing that I did? uh probably working with enda again just because uh he's gay and uh the he's got his uh either boyfriend or husband there i'm not really sure but they're really cute together and uh we flirt all the time on the job it's it's just great and it's funny it's just we just have a good working chemistry and it's always enjoyable i mean he taught me how to use the light system he had there for like two hours oh wow saturday so like Fun guy, I really hope to run into again sometime next year. Uh, hopefully, more than just once. <laughs> but uh, as far as like uh, what I did on my own, that was probably like my
0: most enjoyable
4: thing, just working with him again.
0: Gotcha. Well, that's fun, Andrew. What about you? How'd you? Uh, general thoughts and favorite part of the weekend.
4: Well, yeah, this was my first time going, and uh, even though like I didn't really get to plan for it too much in advance, and I didn't get to go for the the whole con, I like like i'm hooked like i can't now i can't not go i know right like it it was it was just it was just like a tremendous amount of fun and like a tremendous amount of like different stuff that you just don't get to see and i think the highlight for me was in daryl's panel of doom was the german safety video (laughs) oh (laughs) man for the for the forklift, and uh, oh, I had not God. seen that before. Tobias looked at me and he said, "Have you seen this?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I haven't." And he was like, "Oh yeah. my God, you haven't seen this!" And so I uh, so then I watched that, and that was thoroughly enjoyable. And of course, Long Long Man, the entire Long Long Man saga <laughs> the saga. was, 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 was very oh, very so fun. great. Yeah, so I, I, I can't now I can't not go. So it's probably going to be you know an obligatory trip from here on out and so it's going to be later in the year next year it's what is it october uh i think it's like like,
0: oh it's to yeah i thought i thought it was like halloween weekend or so yeah that is halloween yeah
4: it's the 30th yeah it's the october 30th through november 1st i think
0: yeah we're gonna Um, have to go and cosplay
4: next year for sure then (laughs) uh yeah there's gonna be probably some sick halloween parties but um yeah i think uh at this point you know I mean, kind of like how Austin was spoiled with Japan, like he didn't go into the dealers room and really buy anything, because he was like, "Oh man, all this stuff's too expensive." You know? <laughs> but like, I, 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 I don't know. It was, it was a, probably it's in the top tier of, of cons I've been to, certainly, because I mean, you just don't get stuff like you get at Awa in, in North Carolina, so yeah, sure. absolute 100 percent go all the time for me.
0: Tobias, I think you probably share that sentiment, right?
4: Yeah. So
1: I think my best favorite part of the weekend is honestly pretty much what Andrew just said. Like, I've been in this con for a long time. I I know what it's like. But I really enjoy like sharing that experience with like you know my my friends and you know my my pseudo family like you guys. So you know like Austin and uh, you know Tori showed up last year. You know Tori Tori had been there before, but Austin was brand new and. To sort of spark that like that interest in this what, this grand new uh, commission experience, like in, in them, and to have them say like you know oh, we're coming back for sure next year, like that was really great. Uh, and even with John too, like John, you kind of had the same uh, you know thoughts last year with volunteering is that you had a really crazy fun time. Mm-hmm. And so like, when we planned this year, like more of us going, like I was really hyped to like introduce all of you guys to the this experience as well. And so like my gift is really like hearing you guys just like validate that like wanting to come back next year wanting to make it a regular thing you know when uh you know andrew decided to show up last minute you know you asked me about a hotel room like i didn't even hesitate like yes you were going I to be in the bathroom you were I you were you, you know uh, you were like yes whatever we can do to get you to come like you are going to be here and yeah, to, like to see you enjoy like you know totally lame and anime hell just like i it was introduced to it all those years back to watch panel of doom you know, to be able to like hop like we did and hang out with these, you know, maybe not guests on the schedule, but pretty much these important people in our own, mm-hmm. you know, personal fan lives, like to, yeah. to share that love of this this grand event. Uh, you know, I and I, I say it every year, but like AWA is like my one convention. This is this is my church,
6: and uh, <laughs> this,
1: this 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 is I mean I I've said it before, like Anime Hell, going to Anime Hell every year for the past fourteen years. That's honestly the most
0: consistent thing I've ever done in my adult life. So like, anime I, hell is basically your mass service?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, like that's that that's my mecca. Like So you it, didn't
0: actually go to the actual anime mass service then?
1: Oh no, 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 no. Uh, the, the whole <laughs> Vic Vic it was it. I don't think Vic was there this year, but usually no. just kinda uh, no, but like I mean I've 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 moved, I've I've moved states, I've moved around, like I've got different jobs, you know, I've like change friend groups and and you know people like that, but like going to anime and going to aBA is the most consistent thing that I've done in my middle life, and yeah, like I, it's it's nice to have that validated by by being like you guys and to meet new people to be introduced to new people, to see the same people year after year that I only see in Atlanta, Georgia that one weekend in September it's just it's a really great experience yeah.
0: that's great, and Marissa, I know this was your first time like mine, so. What were your general thoughts for a first-timer and favorite moment?
5: Uh, I definitely enjoyed this con a lot. Uh, as I mentioned before, comparing it to like AZ, which is the biggest convention that we have here in North Carolina, it, it blew my expectations. I was talking to a friend of mine on the way down, and she was like, I'm really happy that uh, you're going to AWA and eventually Momo. It's like there are much better conventions. She's like, AWA is one of my favorite cons. She and she's like, it, it's great. It's a big con, but it doesn't feel like it. The community is great. And I wasn't disappointed at all. She was completely correct. Uh and I think another reason why I think I enjoyed it so much was well it was really fresh. Um I was seeing a lot of new faces, a lot of new things, new panels. There wasn't anything stale. Uh, but at the same time, I really hope that AWA doesn't become like t or AZ, where it starts to get a little more like, okay, I've seen the same things over and over again. Um, but I hope it stays fresh and new and fun throughout like the rest of my time that I'm planning on going to this con. Um, I'd have to say uh, my favorite moment... <sighs> is i already mentioned this before is meeting lucid i never would have thought i would get to meet her uh she mostly goes to um northeast cons or cons over in like um uh, well more north uh like oda katsu and stuff like that so i never felt like i was gonna be able to meet her unless i went to one of those conventions but i didn't want to go out of my way too much uh even though i've heard good things about katsu and i heard Past tense heard good things about Otakon, um, but uh, sh- this was a last minute thing for her going to AWA. She did a ton of conventions this spring, going to things like Katsu and Otakon, and was kind of burnt out. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I notice she posts a picture like fan art of banana fish, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be selling this print at AWA," and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I look on her Twitter which I never checked Twitter, and she's like, yeah, going to Well Last Minute Con, and I'm like, I actually get to meet her, and I was internally sobbing, and...
0: You were not internally anything. I was screaming,
5: <laughs> but I managed to hold it in. Like, you, you said I didn't
0: melt or puddle.
5: I managed to actually... Oh, no,
0: you it held in it, was... it in when you met her. You were not internally no, screaming when no. you found out.
5: No, no I, I was not internally screaming when I found out. But I got to talk to her, and I was really happy that I got to tell her that she's a wonderful artist, and that I'm here supporting her pretty much for all of her endeavors, for all of her wonderful web comics that she has currently going and planned in the future. So, yeah, and she was really touched by it. She was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much." And I put when I told her actually that I've been reading her comic essentially since like chapter one, beginning of chapter two, which is really a long time ago. Like this is uh, early about like 2013 ish or so. I've been reading this. I don't know how I found it. Uh, she was like, wait, what? You've been reading it for that long? I'm like, yeah, I have. And she's like, wow. Thank you so much. I don't think I've met anyone who's been reading it for that long. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I've been here lurking in the corner for a couple of years. So.
0: Yeah, she gave you a pin for being such a loyal she fan too. Did.
5: She did. And Um, then I bought a handful of other merch from her. I'm going to make an eat a bag for, uh, her series because those, those boys are great. It's like a story. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely not for most people. It is, it is 18 plus and it is boy love. So if you don't like that, don't read it, but she, she's great. She's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, for me too, overall, like I just absolutely love the con. Um, it was a it was a fun road trip with my friends uh, got to bring Will and Edwin, too. And they were both like blown away at just how awesome it was. They had a ton of fun. So did I, um, I I've never spent this much money in a dealer's room before. So this is definitely going to be a once in a while type deal <laughs> for me. <laughs> but um probably probably favorite moment was like, just I, I really can't pick one. And yeah, that's hypocritical of me because I asked each of you to pick one. But I met Team Four Star, who's, like, they've been my idols for, like, ever. I love them. I quote Nail all the time. Sorry, no, I quote Guru saying Nail all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I ran panels. They went really well. Our Batman in Japan one went better than I could have ever imagined it would go. I found so much stuff that I just absolutely love, and I just had a great time overall. So, like, if I had to narrow it down, though, I would probably actually say video game hell, because... I've never really been to an 18-plus panel that really appealed to me before, because at Ichi and Triad, they're all like kind of just fandom stuff. Yeah, edgy. Edgy. Yeah. And um, it it was a ton of fun. We had a lot of fun, watched some really funny videos at like 1 o'clock in the morning, and it it inspired me to do my own. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll probably give it to that, but... It was it was just so much fun. Like I definitely can say we're all going to be going back. Yep. I just, yeah. I really hope that the change in weekend doesn't like affect schedules like next year, but I don't I don't see it personally happening for me, but that's also a year away so we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that right now. That's true. But yeah. Does anybody have any final thoughts cuz I think we're about ready to wrap up.
3: It was awesome and I can't wait to do it again. Well said. Especially with this group of people right here. Yep. Uh,
4: you are
1: listening to this podcast and go to AWA next year. That's yes, true.
0: Even if you're you can... not listening to this podcast, go to AWA go to... next year. You can Absolutely. you can get our
1: autographs, so we will not charge you for them.
0: Yeah. Nope. All these we... all these people that I bought things from kept asking me for my autograph. Like they would just hand me a slip of paper and be like, hey, can you sign this? And it'd be like, Uh-oh. I mean, yeah, I guess.
1: Oh, good. Oh, okay, you were using your card. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Stupid joke. Wow. Yeah, but um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, we had a ton of fun at AWA, and we cannot wait to do it again next year. So,
4: mm-hmm.
0: from those of us at Third Impact, the takeaway from this weekend is you can get a mouse pad with boobs that is not tacky. That is the one thing to take away from this weekend.
4: Mm-hmm. It has Hooters. It has Hooters. Mm-hmm. All right. It's
5: classy. Well.
4: I have I have one last thing to say. All right. Long, long,
6: man.
0: <laughs> uh, I think we'll just, just it. there. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody.